0: Welcome back to the Chasing Tone Podcast, and this is Brian, and again this week, I have Blake Weiland from the Tone Mob Podcast. How you doing, man?
1: I am doing swimmingly well. Like Sw- Swimmingly? Yeah, like... That's,
0: that's like kind of an old-timey word, isn't it?
1: Well, I, you know, like, like I say,
0: I, I, I'm kind of an old man,
1: but, you know, <laughs> as we discussed before, I just don't look it well right now. <laughs> It'll catch up eventually.
0: It will. It we, will. Could,
1: well, we should probably stop talking about how I'm old, but not old, because <laughs> ever, everyone's going to get really sick of
0: that pretty soon. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. <laughs> no, so so there's something that I actually wanted to bring up to you, oh, Blake Weiland of the Tone Mob Podcast.
1: Oh, yes, sir. Mr. Brian Wampler of Wampler Pedals.
0: Um... So here's my thing. So I'm thinking like we have we, – we do a lot of – well, we've done a lot of the amp-in-a-box type stuff, right? Of course, cattle and mm-hmm. bread and, and tons of other people have done that. Yeah. So – and I I don't know if you've seen it or not, but like we kind of discontinued the Black 65 because I want to come out with some some different stuff. And even like just the amp-in-a-box stuff, I don't know. I'm on the fence of like, eh, I've kind of done it already. What's yep. What's next, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to a friend of mine who works for a big music store, and um, and he, you know, we we're talking about the same thing, and he was saying how more of like the pedals that are kind of marketed generically, like let's say they may be like a a rat bass pedal or whatever, even if it's not anything new or unique, if right. it's not niched, if it's not marketed as like being a Marshall in a box or something, it tends to do well for longer. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting because I, I thought you know that's I mean like that's kind of the opposite of how I look at things. But then he went on to explain. He's like, well, think of it this way. You know, let's you have your you have your ace thirty something, right? Which I say that because it used to be the ace thirty. Then we you know went through some legal mm-hmm. stuff and then it turned oh, to thirty something. Yeah. So the ace thirty something. Yes. Um. So you have that. But what if the guy like out of the box just knows that. Yeah, I don't like, like voxy-sounding st- amps, so I'm not going to like this overdrive. Even right. though maybe in his pedal, or I'm sorry, in his with his amp and his rig, it may sound totally different. He could get some cool sounds from it that have n- nothing to do with anything, you know, uh, class A or vox-related, whatever you want to call it, yeah. vox-related at all. Um, and I thought, you know, that's actually a good point. Maybe it's niche too hard. Maybe it's niched too tight. And um, maybe I'm not bringing enough awareness to people that you can actually get, you can get other sounds than just a Plexi sound out of the Plexi drive, for example, you know? Right. Um, And the same thing with like, uh, um, uh, you know, like the uh, Tweed 57. <laughs> yes, you can get that sort of thing. But you can also, if you turn the gain all the way up and you put it on linked and you turn the bass up, you can actually kind of get some cool fuzz tones too. But we don't, we've never really like marketed it that way, you know? It's just oh, like I hear you. Is, you got to it's one of those things you have to experiment with knobs and switches and I, you know me, I love my switches and I love my knobs and all that mm-hmm, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So so what's what's kinda your the way what's your thoughts on it? How how do you approach it? What's your thoughts?
1: So there's a couple really interesting things that you bring up, uh, since you kinda elaborated a little more. So I personally and I didn't really notice this, now it's this is gonna sound really funny to you because I've told you before I'm a fan of your stuff. Um but i and you're the amp in a box guy like that's what people know you for recreating doing these excellent recreations of amp in a box however all the stuff that i really like from you was not necessarily marketed that way and that's the stuff i don't really like i'm not super attracted to and it isn't because i don't think it's good it's not because i don't think gallon bread makes a, you know a great sounding amp in a box <clears throat> or any of that stuff. It has nothing mm-hmm. to do with quality. It's just like, I look at it and go, ah, you just subconsciously go, hmm, eh. Nah, I don't really do Marshall-flavored things most of the time. Even though right. you kind of do, because, I mean, rock and roll overdrive tone is kind of Marshall, like, Like I mean, like, no matter how right. you slice it, you know, Marshall's a hot rodded Fender, you know, from, you know, the get-go, so... right rock and roll tone in general is kind of a marshal even if you think you don't really like it, which, that's me. Like, I, on the surface of it, I say, nah, that's not my deal. Mm-hmm. But really, it yeah. is. And um, so I find myself going towards things that are just labeled as uh, overdrives or distortions because, and I think that's a subconscious thing where I'm not really going in with a pre preconceived notion. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I know it's going to distort or overdrive but i don't know what flavor and so that's just kind of where i lean and um i don't have any logical reason for it or an explanation for it but when you start kind of explaining it that way that's just where my brain goes like oh i didn't really realize that about myself i don't own any amp in a box pedals
0: and it's not on purpose um So it's kind of fascinating. So so, so, it's because like, let's say, let's, let's use the Marshall thing for instance, just because everyone has like their Marshall in a box, right? Yeah. So is, is it because like when you really are digging deep down, is it because that you're like, eh, I'm not going for a classic rock tone. You know, I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to do here. That that probably is is
1: something to do with it. I, 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 you know, it's almost getting a little bit deeper than I realized when we started talking about it. Like, Maybe it is that like, I'm not going for that. I'm going for this. Like I kind of generally listen to um, heavier music uh, Mm -hmm. most of the time. I kind of, I listen to a lot of aggressive stuff. And then um, it's like, I'm not going for ACDC. And that's kind of what my brain goes to when I think Marshall, even though that's not necessarily true. Right. Um, Or Plexi. Yeah. Yeah. And, and kind of to that same point, uh, in listening to previous episodes, like uh, I remember Travis talking about uh Marshall Clean Tone, and I'm like, yeah. Marshall Clean Tone. The heck's this guy talking about? Marshall don't cl- do good Clean Tone. It's all about the Fender Clean Tone. And then <laughs> I plugged. Have in you ever heard
0: vintage... of Have you ever heard of Hendrix? This guy, this this guy <laughs> named Jimmy we, uh, Jimmy Hendrix.
1: We talked about Jimmy Hendrickson or whatever. Like we talked <laughs> about him on a couple of episodes ago. Like like oh, okay, I don't okay. Know. Okay. yeah, I don't know who that guy is. I don't, I don't like him at all. He's You terrible. youngsters.
0: You youngsters.
1: <laughs> but, no, like, just, you know, I'm kind of just looking at it from a surface level. Like, mm-hmm. and then I plugged in a uh, a vintage, uh, it was kind of modded, but it was a Marshall Artiste, um, mm-hmm. which some people will say is a horrible Marshall. I thought it sounded phenomenal.
0: Never and the played cle-
1: through it. The clean tone was out of control. Um, I was like, Oh. This is what Travis is talking about. As soon as I plugged in, I was like, "I'm an idiot. I get it. You know what I mean." Um, kind of went off off of what I was talking about, but it's I think what it boils down to is preconceived notions. Yes.
0: Yeah. You're um, right, and you know what's um, you know what's weird. So I've been doing a lot of different videos over the past couple of weeks because, uh, well, of course we we used to do this podcast like video stuff, right? Right, where you see three dudes sweating on a couch or whatever, <laughs> and um, and you know that kind of played its course, and I just want to do something different. So I'm in, I'm in the middle of filming some different things for the next uh, for the next life, I guess, of, of what we're going to do on YouTube. Yeah, and in the process, I'm running a bunch of heads into the same cabinet, mic'd all the same, and I notice, you know, when you crank these amps up. You can get them to sound like five degrees different. like they're all pretty similar through this exact same uh, speaker setup and mic setup and everything. They're all really they're very, very similar to to the guy that's that's listening. I mean if you're if you're a pedal nerd like me or you know a, a guy like like Dave Friedman who's been working with tubes all his life. Then you're Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 I can totally hear, you know, the the 6L6s versus the L34s or whatever. But for, like, really, when, I mean, if you look at it objectively, and you turn your back to the audio that's being played. Right. It's it's actually pretty similar. It really is, and it's really weird. Unless we're talking like, well, this is a, you know, a mess of boogie triple rectifier versus a a Fender Champ. Well, yeah, of course, that's (laughs) totally different, but... Right. I mean, we're talking blackface versus like a twin versus like a plexi versus like a basement. Like all – I mean they're, they're actually they're really similar. And so I was digging deeper. I'm like there's so much sound that j- is actually like the cabinet and, and the speakers. Like oh, the, yeah. a huge amount of the sound is just the cabinet resonating and the speakers moving in, in a way and clipping in a certain way. And it's all like that whole component all working together. To really get that sound. Yes. You know, it's not just like, it's not just the tubes doing that. It's not, you know, it's not just the head. And so, and I and I don't know if you've seen the, the, the room I work Well, you've seen it on the videos. The room I work in is full of amps. Mm-hmm. So I'm like plugging everything, like trying to like substantiate what I'm thinking, you know? I'm like, okay, so sure. I think that's the word, substantiate. I barely graduated school. If it's not, I'm sure someone <laughs> will, correct, will correct me. But anyways, you know, I'm trying to validate. That's the word. Validate. Not Validate. Okay, Validate, so, idiot. <laughs> well, that's what you get from a guy that had to have two PE classes in the senior year so he could graduate. Anyways, um, so I'm sitting here thinking that, like, there's that, that sound of the particular amp, whether you're going for, let's say, a basement versus mm-hmm. a deluxe reverb, there is a gigantic amount of sound that comes from the cabinet itself. And the speakers, and how this is interacting with each other, you know, it's it's so, so big. I, I, I don't I don't think a lot of people really take that into account, really, you know.
1: Um. Yeah, and I I don't know why that is exactly because I've always ever since I started getting into sounds kind of weird getting into tone because there was a point in in my guitar playing life where I started getting into tone like oh wait a second. This crate doesn't sound very good, because um, I just heard this other thing that I plugged into, and it sounded amazing. So mm-hmm. why is that? So I, you know, there was a turning point, and I always thought, well, combo's convenient for certain things, but head and cabs where it's at for versatility. You can swap between different things. I mean, that was always my my mo. And uh, yeah, it's it's enormous how much. Cab and speaker configurations affect the tone. It's um, and I'm kind of a, in a weird situation where I have multiple cabinets in different styles, but they all have different speakers. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how much the cab configuration is contributing to things, or it's the
0: actual speakers themselves. But I know that right. it's enormous. Oh, it is. I mean, and I, um, I mean, just just because I'm able to, because of. 95% of what I do is like design guitar effects. <laughs> <laughs> you know? With the other you? percent being you did, oh wait, you designed guitar effects before. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have a bunch of uh well oh, I have a couple two twelves and a ton of one twelve cabinets, all with different speakers in them. Oh man. And in fact, if you if you've uh been on YouTube, we did uh we did a shootout with a bunch of different speakers. It may have been on one of these pod, these video podcasts a while back. I don't remember, but it was basically just um, the same, ca- the same exact cabinet with different speaker, mic in the same position, and I just went through all these different uh, WGS speakers just to show how the same exact setup sounds differently um, w- whenever you just simply swap the speaker. And it's mm-hmm. a gi- gigantic difference.
1: Huge. Oh yeah, I seen that video. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, yes, it, that was I mean, enormous. Oh, it's it's enormous. I mean, like with man. I mean, I hate to say this, but like the first thing to do when when a person gets an amp, in my opinion, if you're like I don't like this amp, change the speaker. Man, don't buy don't buy a pedal, don't buy a guitar, don't do anything. Change the speaker. Spend sixty bucks or seventy bucks or whatever, and get you a speaker. You know that is that is super valid because it just.
1: Uh, sometimes when when we're talking, like things just kind of come rushing back. Um, my friend's dad has one of those Tweed uh, Blues Juniors with the Jensen in it. Yep. Yep. And that amp sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, man, this is. I didn't know Blues Juniors sounded this good. And I so I, I kind of like there there again to the preconceived notion. I was like, I didn't know these amps were this cool. And then I went and seen one for a really good deal. And, oh, I'll go plug that in. I'll go snatch that up. And it was a regular one. Right. And uh, plugged into it and was like, oh, this thing's kind of dull. Yeah. I didn't know that the speakers were different until like six months later. I thought it was just the tweed covering.
0: So, yeah. yeah it's Yeah, it's huge, man. In fact, a good thing with the Blues Junior is to, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but unplug the speaker and plug in like... Uh, like a Marshall 412 cabinet with like greenbacks or something like that mm-hmm. and crank it up and it's a monstrous tone. It's just a raging monster. It's so glorious. And great. Interesting. It, yeah. It's very cool. When you, when you get out of that little cheap cabinet, they put it in a little cheap speaker. They put it in. It's just amazing. I, and I don't understand. Like I really don't, you have all these amp companies that put in, um, uh, what is it? I think it's a Celestion 7080 or something like that. But it's like, it's like the cheapest Celestion speaker you can find. Right. And I'm like, just like, it does not make sense to me. Spin, spin like, I mean, and keep in mind, these are companies that are p- buying like pallets full of pedals, right? Or mm-hmm. pallets full of speakers, rather. That I mean, they, you know, hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of speakers. Spin like the extra $3 per speaker and really tune it for what you want it to sound like.
1: And you know, honestly, if you pass that $3 to the consumer for a ridiculous sounding amp versus a garbage sounding amp, no one's going to care.
0: No. I mean, even <laughs> if it's like, you know, your your $599 amp is now 649 But guess what? The guy that's paying 649 for that is going to be blown away. Be like, holy crap. This amp sounds great for 649 You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Versus at 5.99. It's okay, but you know, maybe I'll save up and get something better later. I mean, yeah. which customer would you rather have? I'd rather have the customer that is is amazed out of the gate. Even oh. if he paid, you know, a little bit more, you know?
1: Without so. a doubt. It it's I mean, but it's like I say like like you don't even have to be that drastic. I mean, a company's got to make money. I get that, but like like you saying if it's $3 more speaker charge five dollars more for the amp and right. and have a super dedicated like raving fan
0: base why not right well and i and and to be really totally honest and i'm sure some of the people listen this podcast like least are you know the other people that build gear and stuff are, are really probably gonna like stick their thumbs up in the air on this one i mean i think that's what separates guys like us Who sell two hundred dollar pedals and you know your Earthquakers and your JHSs and your Walruses and your I mean like everybody that doesn't that doesn't look at the Excel spreadsheet and think let's see how can we cut an eighth of a cent here you know like I mean I think I think that's why the I think that's why the really the industry is just blown up is because like. We're more interested in like that long-term gain, like that long-term customer that's going to be like, "Hey, I know I spent you know two hundred bucks on your pedal, but I freaking love it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I bought it." Rather than, "Well, you know, I spent eighty bucks on this pedal and it's okay. It'll last. Maybe I'll maybe I'll trade my buddy for something that he has, you know." Oh, totally.
1: Well, and I, I mean, not to delve too deep into like.
0: Marketing stuff, but like, isn't that the reason this industry exists in the first place? Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's I think that's that's why we're all here, anyways. Is because that's that's kind of how we are. We're all approaching it. All the smaller guys, anyways. You know.
1: Well, and that's why people are listening to things like this. Like nobody. Like I don't know. Maybe they did it at some point, and I should probably not say this, but like, no offense, but do you think Boss put out a podcast that like? people listen to it? Like, I don't know. Like, it's not about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, uh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> so I remember 2000, I'm going to gonna. to I'm, gonna, I'm guessing years here, 2002 ish, 2004 ish. Maybe, uh, I was in a music store. It was probably a guitar center or something. And there was like a CD that boss, like, I, I can't remember if it's free or if you buy a pedal and it came with it. But It was like all these sound clips you know what I mean? So you'd, you'd, you'd pop this CD in your CD player and it and it was uh literally like, there was an announcer and a sound clip. So it'd be like Boss SD-1 Like, so then that's, that was the guy's voice, right? No. And it'd be like burr, 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 burr.
1: Oh no.
0: And then no. they go to the next track. Boss OD-3 and Yeah, oh, oh, it's, oh it's just ugh. It and all the sounds like we're so mediocre, like so mediocre. I'm like, why? If you're going to go to this extent, at least make it killer sounding, you know? But, That's a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> apparently that was a marketing attempt. You know, back back then, before uh, before. It, well, I can't say all the boutique guys, but a big majority of us existed. You know, I mean. You still had the uh, the Pioneers, Keeley and Analog Man and Barber and all those guys, you know, but... Yeah. Um, it's a different I,
1: world. I didn't say that to, like, rip on Boss because I actually think a lot of their designs are great and uh, they have some really cool-sounding things. Generally speaking, that's, like, vintage or the super new stuff they've come out with. Like, they just had this period of meh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, well, what, what, okay, so for, to you, what is that period? Which period is this? Um, let's see. Which period, which period is mediocre? Is, is me, like, I, I
1: mean, I hate to be painting with such broad strokes, but to me, it's pretty much anything from the early nineties to up until three years ago. Like, did so, they do anything super rad that i I could be just like ignorant and not knowing about. So that's that's to be taken I, into account here.
0: I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can. I, I speak more from like a game perspective. So, like to me, it's a huge turnoff to be talking about like cosm. Uh, you know, COSM for those who aren't mm-hmm. who don't know what I'm talking about. Cosm modeling. Yeah. How about I got a I got a real good idea, guys. (laughs) Great idea. (laughs) Let's think about this. How about just hear me out. How about we stay Uh analog and not go digital? What do you think with the distortions? You know, like like let's just stay analog because that's what's cool and that's what kicks ass. You know. No. No.
1: No. Brian, stop. We need digital distortion because it's cheaper to make it sound like the real. Wait. No,
0: but to do it right, it's really not. <laughs> I mean, to, I mean, the only, I actually had a, a great conversation with. Uh, I have to, it, I have to keep names uh, disclosed here, but um, I had a very great conversation with someone who's very well known in the digital industry that makes distortion stuff, and they were explaining how extremely hard it is to really make a great digital distortion because of all the things involved and oh, like yeah. the, and the processing power that it really takes to do it they're like to really do it right i mean it's it's you're, it's hard to get it into a pedal it's like you're so you're it's so much easier to just do it in analog and do it right you know i, I
1: this is very very fascinating because uh, I, I mean I don't know how uh um this is kinda weird. I'm not really sure how d- in depth to go with this, but like I talked to Robert Keeley about the same thing on my show. And mm-hmm. he said the exact same thing that you Hold just
0: on. said. Hold on, let's let's pause for your show being the Tone Mob Podcast. Oh. <laughs> available <laughs> well, on iTunes was... now. <laughs> Download it now. This, this message brought to you by Tone Mob Podcast. I mean, anyway, so I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Tone Mob Bob 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 Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yes. <laughs> Tune in or regret it, and we will come and <laughs> steal your
1: children. <laughs> no, okay, um, so you
0: were talking to the man himself, Mr. Keeley. Uh, which i
1: really like him. I mean sorry so to guy. just like be weird. No. But like no, he's, no, he's such a cool dude.
0: He is he is a great guy. Great guy.
1: But um he I'm just like echo he echoed exactly what you said he said the exact same thing like there's some guys doing a phenomenal job at the digital emulation of distortion and and you know and overdrive and all, everything that fits in the dirt category there's guys right. that are doing a bang up job of it and but he's like the processing power that it takes he's like we just do it in analog because that's what works
0: so why not right so. No, you're exactly right, man. I mean, um, I don't know. so anyways, so kind of um, not to get back to boss, but to kind of get back to the conversation regarding boss. Right. Like to me, as kind of like your pseudo nerd, I guess, I'm not mm-hmm. that nerdy. I mean, I guess I am nerdy, but I'm not nerdy to the extent that I can't rattle off a bunch of math facts and stuff, you know? That's fine. So, um, but... <laughs> but I look at like I look at their schematics and I'm like, huh, that's a great idea. Now, poorly implemented. <laughs> but a great but, but I mean, like, I look at things a lot like Legos, and I've talked about this before. There's building blocks. You have this type of gain stage, you know, gain stages A, B, C, D, E, and F. Those are mm-hmm. those are what you're working with. So you have the, you know, the red, blue, yellow, greens, and whatever colors of yeah. Lego blocks. Now, how you arrange those makes a big deal. You know, what, what you put in between those game stages and how the parts you put around those game stages, that's a gigantic deal. And I honestly feel that that's why I did so well with like the modif- modification stuff early mm-hmm. on is because I just, I looked at those commands like, that's a great idea. But like, why are you throwing so much bass in that stage? That's stupid. That's going to make it sound tubby, you know? Mm-hmm. Right and um, and so simple changes like that really just change things a lot. Hmm. So I mean, let's take the Mega Distortion, the Boss MD2 Mega Distortion. <laughs> mega. So, <laughs> I mean, what you have is a couple of amp stages, normal, right, and then you have this crazy gain stages gain stage, which is kind of like a phase inverter on a tube amp. Okay, And um, I forget what it goes into after that, but I remember seeing that. And I'm like, that's like a phase inverter, like with transistors. That's cool as hell. You know what I mean? Like that's just mm-hmm. like the guy that came up from that, came up with that. That's awesome. Now, how can I use that? How can I take that, that block? Ah, And how can, how can I like, let me put that on the breadboard and let me just mess with it for like a week. You know, what happens when I put two of them together? What happens when I do this? What happens when I do that? And it's, I mean, literally, like, it's cool building blocks. They they do a lot of cool stuff in that way. Same thing with, the like, the Blues Driver, which are basically discrete op amps, which probably means nothing to you, but a different way to get gain than using a little IC chip. It
1: means a little bit of a something to me. Just, just a, a little bit.
0: <laughs> it's just a different, a different way to get gain, but, you know, at the time that that came out, um, people weren't doing that, at least in the pedal world, you know. Right. So I mean, like a lot of that stuff is is pretty innovative. Um, but like I said, poorly implemented. I mean, you know, all the mods that exist for the blues driver. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can really take that pedal and make it so much better. Um, and you know, what's funny, just for the heck of it, this has been four or five years ago. Uh, we did one in perfboard. That circuit, I did a bunch of changes, and I'm like, "Huh, what? Yeah, like, if you if you really pay attention to layout, and if you ch- if you change everything between the stages and how the stages are reacting and all the frequencies and all that stuff, right, you right. really get a great overdrive out of this.
1: I you believe I mean? that. I mean, you call me crazy, but the the blues driver as a stock pedal is, I mean, like I've always pl- I always heard horrible things about them. But mm-hmm. the first time I plugged one in, it was like,
0: eh, "This is okay." Like it's right.
1: not—I'm not throwing up in my mouth right now. It's not great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was—it mm-hmm. was nice and safe.
1: Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly.
0: And, and I always said, um, I don't know if this is true, but I guess it's just the way I felt at the time, back in two thousand four or five or whatever. I I always felt like these pedals are designed. To be decent for everyone, but great for no one. I don't. I don't, and I don't know if that's true, but that's how I felt. It's like through like every amp, they're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but they but they never were great until you did some some mods to them. So we're
1: now it's like, me doing like, it,
0: like so... LED clipping, for example. Oh
1: boy, Yay. <laughs> I was gonna go a different direction with that.
0: Oh, you um, you go wherever you want. I thought you were trying to trying to goad me into talking about LED clipping.
1: No, we're not gonna talk about that yet. You know why? <laughs> you know why? Because I'm you gotta, gonna be you gotta pee, don't you? No, I'm fine. But I'm uh, okay, gonna okay. You I, I, and say, I, oh, we're over thirty, were, say, I, we're, over 30 no, we're over thirty minutes now. Oh, we're over thirty minutes. We can't go for more than thirty minutes because if we go for thirty minutes, then people hate you. And I'm like, oh. <laughs>
0: People hate me anyways, Blake. It's okay. <laughs> well,
1: people, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I've always gone tr- for an hour, and I think that like one
0: or two guys think I'm no, okay. Tr- trust me. I, I read a comment on YouTube today. There's a guy out there that hates me. He does. No. and, and Yeah, he's commenting on on my pedal videos because he thinks that, that pedals shouldn't exist and people should go direct <laughs> in. So, you know what I mean? I love that guy. Oh, that guy's great because that's that's the thing I totally spend my time on is, you know, uh, I I use an iPhone. So I'm going to go on all the Android, like all the blogs and stuff talking about Androids and just talk about how great iPhones are. Oh, makes Total sense, you know?
1: (laughs) Well, when that guy is done wiping the Cheetos dust out of his little cheese ball beard. (laughs) <laughs> uh, like and climbs out of his mom's basement. We can worry about his opinion. For for now, we're not gonna worry about his opinion. If that's yeah. okay with you,
0: yeah, I'm just giving a hard time. So, anyways, I totally <laughs> interrupted you talking about Lady clipping, and you were taking that somewhere totally different. So take take me on your
1: journey. I wasn't gonna go anywhere, Brian. I was gonna. I I just thought that chasing tone is a 30 minute podcast, and we are already like approaching. Thirty-seven minutes and
0: no well we, we you got we talked just just you know shooting the bull for the first five. So <laughs> we're actually at thirty-two minutes. You know. Oh you're you're but, watching that clock. Better than I am apparently. You know what? I'm in the mood to break some rules. I am going to be a rule breaker. I'm gonna be, you know, just a thug. So let's let's keep it going for now.
1: Oh oh man. You know what? This is why I like you you know last week or two weeks ago or whenever it was i thought i thought i was the the gangster i thought i was the one <laughs> really stepping out you know and and uh, being that guy that you know all your parents say watch out for that guy he 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 goes beyond 30 minutes <laughs> He talks for an hour at a time. Don't trust him. Don't yeah, trust he ta- him. <laughs> he'll, talk, he'll talk about pedals for hours. I think if you let him go, he'll talk all day about pedals and all that kind of <laughs> work. <laughs> I mean, you can't oh. trust a man like that. You can't trust a man like that. You got to go direct in, son, and you can't talk about it.
0: That's right. True, true tone requires a guitar, cable, and an amp.
1: You know,
0: oh. And loudness. Which, well. and, and you know, to be honest... <laughs> I love that tone too as well, but I love a lot of tones and those aren't the only tones in the world. So that's just one of my, like if I'm a carpenter, that's just one of my tools, in my tool belt, like that direct in cranked amp tone. I also want a billion other tools in my tool belt so I can create the perfect house or whatever I'm building. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I have pedals and different amps and different guitars and different pickups and. Like that, those are all tools that people make to create something. Whether you're just like playing in your bedroom alone, you're still kind of creating. You're, cre- you're playing stuff that makes you feel good and you're kind of painting a picture for yourself, for your soul. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it does to me.
1: So, it, therefore, it, does it must to me be too. true. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it <laughs> makes sense to you, then it must be true. Yeah, that's. Exactly. Uh, that's the way to go about life. It only makes sense to me. But no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to go back to – I love actually that thought. I could I could expound on that, um, but I want to – we're going to migrate back into nerdiness just a little okay. bit.
0: We're, you're you're going to take me on the L- LED level, right? The, yep, yep. We're, we're, we're what y- I call it last time? H-N-A, you're going to take me on the H&A on a whole nother level.
1: Exactly, and I was like, what okay. are you talking about? Anyway, so... <laughs> Old guy uh, joke. <laughs> so, let's talk about... Well, you were bringing up LED clipping, but I want to go kind of yep. a little bit broader than that. Um, uh-huh. Clipping in pedals. Now, dirt boxes, as m- most people, regardless of nerdiness level, will know that they clip your signal, and that produces overdrive, distortion, fuzz, etc. Um yes. There are different devices in there that produce different kinds of clipping. Now, yep, so uh, I'm, yep. like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit hazardous with my electrical knowledge. But I've found that some of my favorite pedals, uh, overdrive-wise, just by chance happen to use yellow LEDs that clip. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, self I wonder what Brian has to say about the various colors of LEDs, the various components used in a drive circuit that actually yeah. clip the signal and uh-huh. how that affects your tone.
0: Easy. So the big problem is that these guys are skimping. Because, you know, if, if they really wanted to do it right, what they would do is, is ditch the LED and go with incandescent bulbs. You know? <laughs> I mean, just straight up. Just, just use incandescent bulbs for clipping diodes. I'm kidding. It won't work that way. Uh, It will work as an attenuator, though, in an amp. But it will not work as a clipping diode. That I know of. But I'm sure some guy out there is like, well, actually, uh, Brian. um, Actually, if you, uh, yeah, I got it. But for yeah, let's we're not putting a bulb in our pedal, so unless it's a Univibe. So um, here's my thing. More on that Univibe thing later. So at the risk, at the risk of angering a lot of my fellow pedal building. Brethren, is that the word? Brethren? Bre- brethren? Yeah. Yep. yeah friends uh, and DIYers alike, you're not going to notice the difference between a red LED or a yellow LED or an orange LED or a green LED or a rainbow LED. You're not going to notice. Right. You're really not. Um, there's like a clipping threshold that diodes have, I'm sorry, that uh, LEDs have that like your standard 4148, your standard diode that you, when you open up a Distortion pedal—that's usually what's in there—is because they're super cheap, Mm -hmm. Um, and they're very common. You can, you know, you don't have to worry about them running out anytime soon. Uh, You're not—if I did a blind test with you, you would not notice the difference between red and yellow. Okay, you—I mean, you're not going to notice. Now, if you're Eric Johnson, you probably would, but most of us aren't Eric Johnson, and we're—you're just—you're—I mean, you're. You're going to notice a difference from you're going to notice the same difference from one red LED to the next red LED as you will from red to yellow. You're going to notice that same difference from one brand of red LED to the next brand of red LED. Hmm. And in fact, in fact, there's been times I've used ultra bright blue LEDs for clipping. Very
1: interesting,
0: and it's not because they glow whenever they clip. It's just because there was not enough difference to warrant buying ten thousand green LEDs.
1: So you just use I mean, the LEDs
0: at hand. Well, I mean, two. I mean, some, I mean, sometimes, like, sometimes yes and no. I mean, the thing you, you there has to be testing involved. So you have to test that, of course. You have to oh, say right. okay. Well, if I, have, if I have these blues, you know, and I'm, I'm going to build 20 petals here, and I'm going to put, you know, half red, half blue. Let me see if I can pick them out. You're not. What you are going to notice before any of that are part, to, uh, part tolerance differences. So you're going to notice that, well, my pots are plus or minus 10%, and so this one has more gain than that one, and this one is a little bit louder than that one. This one, the tone control is a little bit more, high, just a touch more highs. Whenever I put it on an oscilloscope, you know, I mean, all the, you're going to notice stuff like that way before you're going to notice anything to do with the clipping LED.
1: I like that. That's that's really that's that to me is what uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm slightly more nerdy than the average gear guy, but somehow I doubt it. But It was just a coincidence that I found out that two overdrives I really, really liked—that's what they used um, for clipping—and so Mm -hmm. I just automatically assumed there was something magical about yellow LEDs that I liked. Which Um,
0: overdrives are these, by chance?
1: um, One is the uh, Sweet Honey overdrive. Okay, Mad Professor, right? Yeah, or BJFE, one or the other. Yeah, either way, the one I have is Mad Professor, and the other was a, a prototype. Who's that, by? Like? A prototype.
0: It's oh okay, okay, got, got it's <laughs> top sacred stuff. The Blake Wyland prototype overdrive.
1: I kind of wish it was, but uh, it's not because it actually sounded really phenomenal. I really, really wish it was for me in some way, but unfortunately, it it is not. So I cry <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Have you ever seen that Ray Dog video? Why must I cry? No. Uh, is that, is that
0: one of your fancy rapper uh, r- rapper buddies? Yeah, this is... <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I'm, I'm... I really apologize. Everyone, look up, uh, if you haven't, which most of you probably have, if you look up Ray Dog, Why Must I Cry, you will know that that is Brian's favorite video of all time.
0: <laughs> he plays a mean rap song. That's all I'm saying.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, he's he's real good. He's real good. <laughs> We'll talk about it later. <laughs> All right. So we
0: found that Brian is completely oblivious to Ray Dog.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Once you see this video, you're gonna you're gonna wish I hadn't said anything. Uh, it's not it's not it's not like dirty or or it's just really dumb. No, you're fine. <laughs> okay, you're fine. Oh man. So
0: so so what else? What other theories can I break your heart on regarding clipping?
1: Um, so I want to know, like, so I talk about, and we've talked about before, like, soft cliffing, uh, soft, soft cliffing. What's soft cliffing? That sounds like a weird thing.
0: Soft Soft cliff. Yeah. I don't think that's the same thing.
1: Yeah. Let's, let's not go there. That could be weird. We don't want to Google that. That could be bad. Uh, Yeah. Soft clipping versus hard clipping. I know what it Mm -hmm. sounds like, Mm -hmm. but what components in a pedal would constitute whether it clips hard or soft
0: well let me ask you a question okay uh, MXR distortion plus is it hard clipping or soft clipping do you think
1: a distortion plus hmm this is a little like I I mean the distortion plus and the in the and the two and the DoD 250 are very similar yeah um, they're both
0: doing the same thing in the circuit though
1: right and and I would if you I'm stumbling all over myself, but if I was get, to put got, it at one point... oh yeah, go ahead.
0: A or B, dude. Hard or soft?
1: This is a little bit weird, because I'm pretty sure it's hard. Um, you got... Okay, even...
0: you're right. You got that right.
1: But to Cl- my ear, to my ear oh. hole, mm-hmm. it, it sounds soft at lower gain settings, but mm-hmm. it's clearly hard when you turn it up.
0: Yep. clone Hard or soft?
1: Hard. I already know mm-hmm. that answer, though. That's yep. not cheating.
0: Nobles ODR
1: one. Interesting that you bring that up. Not played one.
0: Really? Yeah. You don't know what you're missing. And so I've heard, heard that before it, too. So spend the fifty bucks and buy one for sure. <laughs> seriously, seriously, I mean, I'm like you can get them pretty cheap. That's a good pedal to have. All right. Well. Uh, so okay. The answer well. is both hard and soft.
1: Turn In the back, Nobles.
0: Yes, the nobles, the nobles ODR one. Yep. Both so, hard and soft. Interesting. Let's, let's do some Wobbler stuff. Okay. Triple Wreck, yeah. which is a high gain distortion.
1: Uh I would assume that the Triple Wreck is soft.
0: It's hard and soft. <sighs> I can't get <give> both. <laughs> uh let me think of another one. Okay. Uh, did you ever play the Leviathan Fuzz?
1: We have to talk about that later, but no. Okay. And it's yep. not for lack of trying. I've been trying to find one. Th-
0: that's both. That's actually three different types: square, then hard, then soft.
1: Oh, you know what? Dead gummet, Brian. <laughs> uh, I just had a like a brain like explosion.
0: <laughs> so, so uh, here's because, the
1: deal. Well, uh, well, real quick, uh, mm-hmm. I kind of like knew there was hard and soft clipping, right? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, my feeble non building guitar playing brain put square waves into a whole different category altogether. And I, and that's dumb. Like I know that it's all audio signals and it behaves however you tell it to behave, but I didn't even like consider that part of the equation. So go
0: on. Yeah. You're basically hitting the peak of the wave and a wave just gets cut off. I mean, uh, put it as most simply as I can. That's the best way to think of it. And uh, you know, Hard, very hard, uh, square wave clipping is t- generally thought of as a fuzz. Harder clipping is generally thought of as a distortion, and softer clipping is generally thought of as an overdrive. Mm-hmm. There's always ex- ex- uh, um, exemptions to the rule, so, um, there's no right or wrong way. I mean, you can make a, you know, what you can actually make a great overdrive from a big muff pie. Fuzz pedal. You know what I mean. You can also make a pretty crazy fuzz pedal from a tube screamer circuit.
1: <laughs> You're talking my language. Actually, the big muff part, I, I did know just because I played with some that drop out, you know, certain levels of clipping and mm-hmm. get into really great overdrive territories. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I know, I know what you with, mean. Same thing with the fuzz face. Um, you, it, it, obviously, you can do fuzz. Uh, it, it does overdrive as well. Mm-hmm. You can also turn it into a high gain overdrive a high gain distortion uh, with some other circuitry around it. I'm trying to remember the name of the "quote unquote" boutique pedal that did that most famously, and it escapes my mind. So it's, I guess, irrelevant to even bring it up. But, anyways, there was a pedal that used that fuzz face circuit inside of it to create a cool high gain overdrive, high gain distortion.
1: Well, you're really intriguing me with that. So think of it and text me later.
0: I'll have to. i have to. Yeah, i have to dig through my notes. Um, I, I keep notes of everything when I'm, when I'm like, "Holy crap! You know what this is doing? That's crazy. That's a cool building block. Wow! You know, um, so uh, to kind of get back, you're asked me about clipping about hard oh, and soft. Oh clipping. yeah, yeah.
1: Just like, so, yeah. What would we think of? I'm sorry. Yeah, we sure. got way off.
0: So if we're thinking soft clipping, okay, and we're, I mean, I'll try to really make this as generic as possible because, like I said, there's exceptions to the rule. Yes. Um, think of a tube screamer as soft clipping. Okay. Uh, think of uh, a rat as hard clipping. And in fact, mm. as you turn the gain control up, it hard clips so much that it starts to square clip. Uh, and part of that's because of the op amp is actually clipping a ton, and um, the, the pure square clipping. Think of a uh, tone bitter. Gotcha. You know, or e- even better, Z-Vex, um Oh shoot, what's this fuzz called? The Fuzz Factory. Fuzz Factory. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing squares out like a mug.
1: Yes, it. It,
0: it does a lot of things. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean uh, that's um yeah that's 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 the three things that come to my mind first, cool, so cool,
1: very, yeah. I think that paints a pretty good picture, I think people will uh will understand that, um I think so kind of like going off of that like a big muff yep. Yep. like a like a good old big muff, where would that lie I know uh, you said it big, could be turned into an overdrive, but if you took yeah, a
0: regular big muff, a big muff. It's actually because where the diodes are, it's actually kind of soft clipping, and um, you hit, but you, but the way it's connected to the transistors, you hit it so hard, then you start getting square clipping from the transistors as well. So it's kind of a combination of the two.
1: I hope this isn't too nerdy for anyone. It's kind of fascinating to me. Uh, I'm like a, I don't know, maybe in between. Gen-
0: general guitar player and super nerd, maybe. Oh, don't feel so bad. I'm, I'm sure somebody somewhere is going going to uh, send me an email and be like, actually, Brian, uh, that's not correct. It's not exactly true, technically. I, I know, but uh, for the other 99.9% of us, let's just go with it. That's the best way to explain <laughs> it. Good times. Good, good times. <laughs> so, alright. Um, so, now we're... Like, or something. All right. So and, and I've got to, I've got to take a serious uh, bathroom break. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this uh, this podcast good for the evening. Unless you've got <laughs> unless you got another question that, that you want about to, If we need to talk, I, I could. About... I mean,
1: I sure could. Like, Should we talk don't... about
0: gyrators, for example? I mean, we could talk about gyrators if you want. <sighs>
1: that sounds inappropriate. We won't go there. No, uh... that's EQ EQ stuff. <laughs> I'm totally. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, let's talk about Belden bricks. Let's talk about PT two three nine nines. Let's talk about uh, some, you know, MN three oh oh fives. I'm just naming off chip things that everyone says have mojo. You know.
0: Well, you have to buy. You have to buy the certain ones. So they only put the mojo on, um, They only apply the mojo sprinkles to certain ones. And so oh. you really have to kind of weed through them, and you do some tests to find the mojo.
1: But where where do you it, buy those as a boutique pedal manufacturer where do you buy the mojo sprinkles?
0: Uh, I think Small Bear Electronics actually sells that in a hand. <laughs> yeah, you just you sprinkle it over the top and it applies more mojo. Oh man.
1: <laughs> Loading it up. Loading it up right now. Okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> put smallbearelectronics.com. Go <laughs> add some. Hey,
1: you guys seem to be out of stock on your mojo sprinkles. Brian Rompler told me that I could get him there. Where
0: are your mojo sprinkles? <laughs> hey, and Steve, the owner of Small Bear, would be like, Brian is a nut. Don't listen to him. <laughs> All right, I will shut All up. Right, I keep dragging you on. I'm really no, good at that. I apologize. No, you're good, man. It's, it's always my pleasure to talk to you again on the Chasing Tone podcast. Uh, make sure everyone out there listening if you're not subscribed make sure you subscribe to us so you get the newest episodes and make sure uh, if, if uh, you know you get bored of us you could always put in number two there tone mob podcast that's that's a joke that's a joke there for
1: you well and then Boy. you can you can listen to me make other people talk way too long until <laughs> the point you are at work shutting off. Your car and your podcast, and saying, I'm never listening to podcasts again (laughs) because this
0: white guy's an idiot. Um, (laughs) Right. So, I mean, you know, if you're, if you will, please go to iTunes and give us a review. That actually helps us reach more people. And uh, if you have any questions, make sure you email podcast at wamplerpedals.com. You can also go to our Facebook page, which is the Wampler Pedals Tone Group. And, uh, or you just email, like, Help at WamplerPedals.com if you want. Like, really, any way you contact us, it's going to get back to me at some point. So however you feel best contacting us, get a hold of us. We'd love to answer your questions if you, or talk about any topics that you want to talk about. And for that, Blake, I appreciate your, uh, your presence here on the podcast again this week. I appreciate it a lot, man.
1: I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it, as you know, and... Um, just so you guys know, if you absolutely hate me and you talk about it in the tone group, I'm going to see it because I'm in there. Oh, boy, <laughs> am I in there. And I'm going to come to your house. The, no, I'm we just need, kidding. We
0: need, we, need a, we need a keyword. So if you don't like Blake, the keyword is like Schwarzenegger. Just, just put that in there. Wh- whatever comment, just put that in there somewhere. I'll know what you mean. That's <laughs> so, all right. We'll see everybody right. next week. Thanks again, Blake, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Later.